Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to White Wine Question Time. I'm afraid this week... We're having to take something of a break because I have spectacularly managed to fall down my own stairs at home and broken a bone in my spine. Ow, it hurts. Hopefully, at the end of this podcast, you'll be hurting too because your sides will be splitting from the laughter that's coming your way. We have assembled some of the best, most pertinent, most hilarious moments from the series so far to give you something that is the opposite of earache. Now, you're probably thinking I'm not making much sense. That's because of the painkillers. That's why this week we're going to a pre-record. I'll see you next week. Hello and welcome to White Wine Question Time, the podcast that brings together well-known friends, wine and great conversation. We're taking a break this week, so it's a good time, we thought, to reflect back on some of the brilliant guests we've had on recently and compile a show that is full of laugh-out-loud, make-you-smile moments. I tried um, female Viagra at one point, and that was the one. Yeah, that was the one where my dad was like, "Love your work. Uh, can't read your pieces anymore." And I, my ex-boyfriends have been worried about my mum. <laughs> Not my friends. They've been worried about my mum. They're like, "Oh, you could come out with your sister. Like, have a good time with your friends." And then as soon as I go, I'm going out with my mum. They're like, "Oh, please don't." <laughs> I, whenever I try and teach anybody the Bristolian accent, I just say, "Say, I like your socks. Have a go." I like your socks.
And Bobby Norris joined us in studio with Jenny Powell. He had us in stitches, spilling the beans on this camp co-star who made him feel like the butchest man on set. In fact, he likened himself to feeling like Ross Kemp and the female TV star who made him consider switching teams for a couple of hours. Yeah. <laughs> and I think the cowboy saw me get off with a Louis on my arm and I think he thought, what have we got here? Then Louis Spence got off and then I think... Well, I thought, Louis we're not going to last on yeah, this ride. Louis said at one point, we've got to watch our backs here, yeah. Bob. And I was yeah. like, Bob's like, I feel right butch at the minute. Like, you carry on doing you because I felt like Ross Kemp. He's doing pirouettes and legs up walls. Oh. He is the Bendy Wendy oh. that we all know and love. He's so fit how he does it all, isn't he? Yeah, we saw every orange. I love that possible. he made you feel butch, Bobby. Yeah, and that really don't happen a lot. No. So, it, um, was, yeah. it, was, it, was, it was tough. When we was then all together, we really had that kind of wanted everyone to do well. There was that support for each other. Camaraderie. And, yeah, and... That's exactly the word that I could ever say. That's it. Camaraderie. It, it was... You did it. You did it. Well Her, done. That's my word of the day. And can, um, <laughs> and can I ask, what, is it, what was it about you two that, that kind of formed your friendship? I mean, obviously, you've got the common backgrounds of, of, of Essex, Essex, Born and Range. Yeah. yeah. But what is it that you, you, you saw in each other that you thought, that's a mate in the making? Well, I confess to Jen, there was about three and a half hours in my life where I contemplated being straight back in the 90s. And I remember Jen being on the telly and was, as she still is, the most beautiful woman. And I was like, a little bit of a fangirl, actually. It was a little bit, because we'd met before and I was just like, God, it's TV's Jenny Powell. Like, TV's Jenny Powell. TV's Jenny Powell. <laughs> so really, you had a stirring in your loins <laughs> for Jenny. Yeah. Um, really, you almost switched the bitch. Yeah. So, yeah. on the rush, said, look, Jenny, I just want to double check about this stirring. Nothing happened. No, really? no, it, yeah. So, Jenny, Bobby, you, you had yeah. a bit of a crush on Jen. Yeah, back in the like the Wheel of Fortune days. I mean, <laughs> I like to say maybe about three hours. It, it didn't go on for too long. Um, Is she your one and only female crush? Like the, the stirring? You can count on one hand, actually, the crushes I've had. But then I kind of realised, actually, that I just wanted to go shopping and do their hair. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, My hair needs doing, Bobby, let never, me tell you. I never wanted to do anything other than... But you don't know back then, did you? I think it's because I loved a Barbie. So you was going to be like my real-life Barbie or Cindy, I think. See, so Aww. we were destined to be together at some point, be it on dressed as... Back, a, yeah, on Yeah, back, <laughs> dressed as a cowboy and a cowgirl. <laughs> Chris Halenga, who's been living with cancer for over 10 years now, dropped by with her mates Giovanna Felecha and Nadia Sawala to talk about her diagnosis and brilliant charity Copperfield. Now, it would be easy to imagine that this episode was dominated by serious, serious conversation and hushed tones, but Chris is a very, very funny woman and the rest of us happily followed her lead even when it came to addressing some really serious topics. For that time, because it's so hard when you're so busy all the time to take things in and I, I really feel like Copperfield hasn't stopped for the last 10 years. It's gone from one amazing thing to another amazing thing to another amazing thing. But most people, <laughs> when they get a diagnosis like yours think right where's my bucket list and they go and indulge quite rightly everything they want to achieve in the time that they have yeah. and you didn't do that you yeah. went out and thought I need to educate I need to spread the word and and you you've been really selfless yeah I want you to be but, more selfish can you okay, be more okay, than okay sure yeah yeah no, why not um I need a lot more money to be selfish as well though that's the thing yeah. but and I think that's my point is that 
you think that people go off and have a bucket list and they go do this incredible trip and they mm. live like it's the last day and and actually probably their kids still need to be picked up from school probably they still have to do the washing mm, the yeah. bills still have to be paid and they mm. still need a job so actually i wish that the pressure was slightly more off us to live like some crazy extravagant yeah. lives yeah. I wondered about that do you get yeah, that it's not, yeah, it's not sustainable yeah. no. especially if you do live with it 10 years and you've spunked all your money in the first year like, what do you yeah. do then <laughs> what happens then but like so no when you go back to you after that also <laughs> when you go back to what we were talking about earlier and what is the happy place it is yeah. actually the simple things it would yeah. be the very last thing I would want to do with the is get up and travel around the world and do that away from your family I want to be with my mates I want to be you know that's that's actually a bit of normality yeah. I would, I would eat everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, do that. Yeah. yeah, do that if you fry want. Fry that. Just fry it. I love that fried. <laughs> and I think the whole bucket list thing, like, I don't want to be in my deathbed and there's still this list of things I haven't bloody yeah. achieved. Yeah. How shit would yeah. I feel? Oh, crap. Like, I, I, had, like, I, I had all those layers and I didn't do all this yeah. stuff. And I, like, yeah, I failed. And Have I don't you want much to feel more than way. done one day at a time? Then, like you say, you sit yeah. back now with ten years, and you go, oh "My God, I can't believe all that this, mm-hmm. all this is done." And obviously, there will be so much more. It'll yeah. be exponential now with copper. It's just going to keep going on and on. Is that is that what you've done? Yeah, I think it has been a day to day situation, and I don't tend to plan too far in advance. Mm. Like I wouldn't book a holiday for next year or anything like that. I I do think in smaller phases and moments um but that's fine and i think i've always kind of been like that though isn't that a really good way of living though yeah too much life yeah. is so busy that you're kind of like okay i'm going to do it like this for two years two years yeah. like yeah. this yeah. and then i'll have a big break yeah, yeah, but yeah, actually yeah. why not bring that break yeah Author and broadcaster Emma Gannon joined us alongside her friends Stevie and Gina Martin, sisters who between them have collected titles like activist, comedian, podcaster, author, journalist and law changer. This next clip focuses on how Emma and Stevie met when Stevie used her considerable comedic skills in the name of journalism. Be warned, bacon lube may feature. Um, but yeah, me and Stevie met at the debrief, I think in 2013. I know, I know. So I the debrief her. was kind of like a, a junior grazia online, right? Yes, it was really cool and also had loads of like, it was basically the stuff that uh, was too rude for magazines, you mm. know, like it was like quite candid, quite cheeky, quite funny. And then, yeah, and then it, it had a good run and then it then it, then it vanished. I'm so I, feel, I feel very lucky to have had my mid-twenties there because I was surrounded by people who are now my really good friends and well it was a brilliant nursery slope for young female journalists yeah. i mean and stevie even wrote pieces under a pseudonym obviously we won't say what that pseudonym is but yes you you wrote some really risque yeah things, well I, yeah i tried um female viagra at one point and that <laughs> was the one yeah that was the one where my dad was like uh, well mine and gina's dad was like love your work uh can't read your pieces anymore <laughs> And then, I, and then I changed my name to like Anna something because I was just like I can't even remember what, what it was but a name that was not Stevie Martin. What does female Viagra? Nothing. It did nothing. I just watched. I just watched um, David Attenborough. What uh, is was this like, supposed to help you get up? Yeah, it's like a, it's, a, it's a herbal thing. It's supposed to. It's supposed to increase blood flow to your elements. Your vajay. To your vajay J. And um, and I tried it and, jo- and I did it for like seven days. And during the seven days, every t- everything I did, I was like, oh, is this? Oh, am I aroused? No, am I aroused? 
was I'm hungry. <laughs> no, I need a drink. No, I need a... And then there was one part I was like, maybe it's... And then I just watched like the whole um, David Attenborough's Frozen and then and that was it. And it was like, I don't think, I don't think I'm horny. No, I don't, I don't think, think that's what you do when you're horny. I don't no. know if that's really your go-to kind of female porn, is it David Attenborough? No. Oh, God. That's really <laughs> not. Oh, God. We penguins and in polar the, bears. In the frozen wanted. north. Yeah. yeah, no, absolutely not. I think you tried bacon lube as well. I tried bacon lube. Oh, my that? God. Stevie, you tried bacon lube yes it was a novelty lube I can't waste time on about this Un- well no they know <laughs> oh no I hope Wait, they're not vegan hang on everyone in our family knows about your bacon lube apart from me I think so surely yeah. you told the little sister first not your mum and dad <laughs> you freak they read it because I was at the stage where they were reading like everything I did you know like proud parents really oh, proud you published another thing and it was all like you know little, oh, you tried little comedy lube. reviews or little, and then it was like oh you're trying bacon lube on your boyfriend's penis okay oh, oh, my God. God. so that was and that's, you know, when I fell in love with you, really, all of this <laughs> random stuff, I was like, I like this girl. Gosh, she really doesn't me. care. Because <laughs> I had a different name. Uh, bacon loop all over my desk. Oh, so, so so you, you just... We've managed to bring in some really big personalities for your entertainment purposes, but it's hard to think of two personalities that filled the room quite like the Bright family. God love them. God knows I do. Lydia and Georgia of Towie fame and, of course, their mum, Debbie. Next up, we're going to hear Georgia talking about the motherly advice she gets from Debbie. Not exactly the kind you'd expect from a mum who's fostered over 200 children, but maybe the kind we all need to hear, especially when we're young and single. The the biggest, biggest one that I've never, ever listened to is that whenever I have a boyfriend, she always turns around and goes... Why are you just sleeping with one guy? And why not more? <laughs> what? Yeah, that's brilliant. Mum always, yeah, she always goes. When I was your age, oh. I had loads of boyfriends. I don't know why you youngsters settled out. Not so much anymore because we're getting old now. So you're encouraging her not to be monogamous. But yeah, don't, when we were young. Kate, plenty of time to but be Kate, monogamous. don't worry. Married to be monogamous. You're dating, like you shouldn't be dating one guy, should you? She did always. She always just said, and that's four or five. As you can tell, one thing that I never listened to her. Oh well, it wasn't mine. (laughs) (laughs) Like you. (laughs) But that is when we were younger, like we were like eighteen, like nineteen, and me and George settled down very young. We had two. But you you were gutted. She was gutted. She was like, "You're going to be with one boy for the rest of your life. You need to live your life. You need to go out there." And I'd be like, "But I love him." And she'd be like. No, you don't. You don't know what love is at this age. <laughs> but you know, wings. like most guys are like worried about certain friends in your circle. My ex-boyfriends have been worried about my mum. <laughs> Not my <laughs> friends. They've been worried about my mum. They're like, oh, you could come out with your sister. Like, have a good time with your friends. And then as soon as I go, I'm going out with my mum, they're like, oh, please don't. <laughs> right, in case you're trying to, like, you know, pick it up a few yeah. ways someone else. I always wanted... I always wanted... Do you know what, though, Debbie? As I sit here at 46... I, I can say with my hand on my heart, I've never had a one-night stand. No, and I it, haven't. And it, and it is I haven't. such a liar. And it is, I swear. No, and it I is something I regret. I have not had a one-night stand, and I'm like you, Kate. It's the biggest regret <laughs> of my life. Right, still, we're still, we still could do it. We're getting, yeah. Yeah. We're getting married this oh, it year. Doesn't matter about that, right? You so, mean you're getting married this getting year? She's getting married in August. My dad to get married. You know? I thought you were married. No, no. it's been well, too you've got, busy. You've got to do it quick then before you're committing adultery. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> okay. But I mean, I, I do this, guy. <laughs> <laughs> Go out and hit the town, Tev. <laughs> 
<laughs> but I do. I can see something no, it's in not, what listen, your mum's saying because I, it's not I've that, never gone out no. there and sown my wild oats. It's not that I've I always don't ended want, up in relationships. Yeah, I didn't want them to sleep with people, right? Because I never was like you. I never slept with everyone. But I always had a good snog every time I went She's out. She's not You wanted us to talk to loads of guys. She basically. I wanted we, to be wine to We put all our eggs in one basket yeah, at a very young age. age, and you know you think that you're in love and stuff. And we were in very serious relationships. Like, I was on and off of Odge from when I was 16 for eight years. Yeah. So it was a very eight long years. time. Yeah. And, you know, I'm like, obviously there was times where I was single for like two years. I went travelling and, I mean, you know, like dated loads of guys and stuff. But I was in a relationship from a young age. And I think, actually, that is advice I would probably give to my kids. And my brother, I always go, my brother's 20, he's never had a girlfriend. I'm like, do not have a girlfriend until yeah. you get older because, you know, not that I regret any choices in my life, but you should go yeah. out and have fun and meet loads of people so that you oh, actually yeah. know what you like. I mean, no, I'd, I'm I'd quite go glad. With, I'd go out with a boy. On a Sunday, and then someone else on a Saturday, then on a Thursday, go pictures with someone. I never like had one boyfriend. <laughs> and she was with I? my dad from a young age as yeah. well. So he was one my of dad many. Said, he was one of many. My yeah. dad said once they were living together, they moved in, <laughs> and she went to a club and she brought back loads of guys to the house. And my dad came down and we do. She went, Oh, I forgot I lived with you. <laughs> My poor dad, what he went through. She used to train at parties all no, the time. With, well, like, he drove to Italy to find Oh, my it. dad, yeah, my dad was in love with her, right, in love. Yeah. And she, oh, my mum was, like, moved to Italy at, like, what, 1920? Yeah. And my dad, like, to declare his love, there was no such thing as phones and that in those days, but to declare his love, he'd been writing love letters to her. He drove all the way to Italy in his mini. When he turned up, his mini broke, right? And he's, like, searching the town. He had to put it in with the uh, mechanics, searching the village, looking for my mum. When he found her, she'd only been dating Giovanni Tononi from the Piazza. No! For weeks. She had a new boyfriend. He drove all the way to Italy and she had a new boyfriend, Giovanni Tononi. What did he, what did he say? He was very And he had to stay there because he had no car. Yeah. No. So he had to wait there in Italy while she was copping off with Giovanni, waiting for his car to be fixed. No, I finished with Giovanni. No, Giovanni. in the end, but yes. you never at the beginning. Yeah, and then in the end, she finished with Giovanni Tononi and went back and with my dad. And he still stopped And with he still you. wants yeah. to marry her. Yeah. This is why I'm always on my so this side. is exactly I'm a daddy's girl. This is exactly what I'm Love I say. you, Dad. Treat the mean, keep them keen. Oh, oh, no, I'm glad that I didn't take your advice. <laughs> Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like, what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. So often the funniest of times we've had is with friends in a conversation when it wanders right off track. When actresses Sarah Parrish, Nicola Stevenson and Angela Griffin came by, at one point we started talking about a fantasy film Angela wanted to make, but ended up gliding through ladybirds with STDs. Yes, apparently it's so a thing. Bring back top of the For me, I'm going to do a film. Go on. I want a film. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be a new film uh, that doesn't exist yet, but it's basically going to have a load of kick-ass um, women in it being superheroes of some, of some sort. Oh, I kind of yes. want a... A, a a like a Marvel film, what Black Panther did for diversity. Mm. I want this film to to do for womankind. Oh, do they all have to be really glamorous, or can they just be normal? No, women? they can be like the Incredible Hulk. They just have to have um, some kind of of, of special of superpower. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's not about tiny little outfits. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's just about lots and lots of women with lots and <sighs> yeah, lots of superpowers. I, like I want I some like action because as much as I like the menopause. And as much as I like Sex in the City, I really love action as well. And I yeah. like that really lovely vacuous action, which oh is God, just... like fight scenes or sex? Oh, yeah. Like fight scenes. Okay. No, I want fighting. I want real massive, huge fighting being th- thrown through walls, off cliffs yeah. and all that. I love it. Yeah. I love action. Yeah. So I want that on the channel. Um, like, bit, like, but like, by, like, bit, but like a proper, like a proper superpower. Like, right. okay. power yeah, what would your power be? Oh, God, what could I be? Like, oh, I don't know. I'm thinking about Ladybug and Cat Noir now. It's because I've got children. Ladybug and Cat Noir? Yeah. What's that? Well, she's like a ladybird. She like turns into a ladybird. Like a super ladybird. Yeah, like a super ladybird. Okay. That's a crap yeah. power. <laughs> it's quite crap. She's quite cool, though. Ladybirds are a nightmare. We just know yeah. Do you get like little massive clusters of ladybirds in your house? Yes. Ah. In one bedroom. And let me tell okay. you, you can't get a, like a bug company out. They no, won't touch them. You have to phone the council. I know, it's disgusting. And you know, a lot of them have got STDs. Oh, what? I didn't know that. that. I had about a billion once. Don't say that. I mean, that. you're not unless you sleep with one of them, you're not going to get one. I bet one once. But are you what? Uh-huh. <laughs> so I was sat watching TV, uh-huh. eating a bag of crisps, right. and I, I felt one drop onto my chest. And so I was still looking at the screen, and I, I picked up the said crisp, and I put it into uh-huh. my mouth in between my front two teeth and bit down on it like you do, uh-huh. to which my entire mouth went numb because it wasn't a crisp, it was a ladybird. And they, they, horrible and things come out of their bum. Well, clearly STDs, apparently. Yeah, what have I got? Just, the STDs only come from the, the... There's not the little red ones that we get with tiny black spots. It's the black ones with red spots. And what, what about the yellow ones? I don't know. They've just got STDs. What? I, I, don't, I heard it on Radio 4. You... What is it? So it's obviously... Chlamydia. It's the gonorrhea. Syphilis. Just the warts. Just the warts. Listen, I feel like we've just come up with the name of all your superheroes right now. <laughs> <laughs> Genital warts. Chlamydia. Chlamydia. I actually think that a a, a series of of, of superheroes based around various threads of sexual (laughs) transmission. I love it. Good. Gonorrhea. Gonorrhea, gonna there, gonna everywhere. She could have a catchphrase. That's her catchphrase. She's very fast. Really fast. Really fast. Okay, now that we're in the floor. 
The next short clip brings together two hilarious Julies, actress Julie Graham and journalist and writer Julie Birchall. There's a touch of randomness about this one too, especially when Julie told me which living person she most admired. Most admire. And why? I mean, I like Kim Wilde, but I'm not sure. <laughs> I did not see that coming. <laughs> because I know there's so many more important, but I can't think of them. Kim Wilde, why, Julie? Why? Everything about her is wonderful. Like what? The way she's grown old is perfect. She was perfect when she was young. She was a great pop star. She was never troubled or moaned. She was never tormented. <laughs> she was quite open about not writing her own songs. And when her songs got rubbish, she would just do covers of Supreme songs. <laughs> And then when she got old and menopausal, she became a gardener. Now she's advertising chocolate on the telly. It's been a perfect career arc. <laughs> and no one, all my friends in the music business, no one who's met her has a bad thing to say about her. That's true, you know. And she smiled at me once in the changing room. Did she? Yes. It's very beautiful. I would say right The smiles we get from laughs are great, but the next smile is going to come from some hard-won life experience added to a proper love and respect. Josh J.P. Patterson, who you may well know from Made in Chelsea, came into the studio with Matt Johnson and Bed Bidwell, who present a brilliant podcast focusing on men's mental health called The Naked Professors. It was a truly beautiful episode, full of friendship and vulnerability, but this moment, when I asked Josh about the best decision he'd ever made, really stood out. Smiles of admiration all round. Uh, I would say, and I would change it to we, because I think it was a joint decision. Um, is it, I don't know, it, it really scares me saying this because this is literally opening up the vulnerability to another level um, because it's very personal and something, I don't know why actually I feel comfortable sharing this now because I'm terrified, th this isn't media, but I'm terrified with the media because people manipulate things and twist it but I feel like because of what we've spoken about today it feels appropriate because it's still quite raw and very fresh. I'd say the best decision we ever made was when my ex-partner and I decided to break up and I would become a single parent and it took me some time to get my head wrapped around it and I think that's because I grew up in a broken home and I think my one ambition in life was to make sure that I would fall in love for the first time and I'd spend the rest of my life with that person and I would live the rest of my life making sure that my children were never subjected to what I was and I think my worst fear came true when I realized that I was in love with someone and they were in love with me, but we both had our own personal battles going on. And sometimes in relationships, whoever's listening, you'll understand this, that you can love them with all your heart, but maybe you're just at different points in your life. And I think we made the maturest decision and the most painful one, which was we could be a family, but not together. And I think what I've realized over this last six month period where we've been, where we broke up is actually a broken home is not broken if the communication is there and you support one love and love one another. You know, for me, a broken home was always the minute you divorce, it is broken. And actually I look at my relationship with the mother of my child. I look at the happiness of my child and I just think there is absolutely nothing broken about this. And I'm very proud of the decision that we made because I think your children are a reflection of who you are and what you're like as parents. And I, you know, I wake up every day and I just see the smile on my little girl's face and 
you know, I think we made the best decision and, and the smartest one for her because I think if we'd have stayed together, I think I possibly could have gone down the route that my mother and father did. Mm. And you didn't want to give her that childhood. I didn't want to give her that childhood. And was and Binky on the same page with you? Did she understand where you were coming from? She actually had, had similar experiences in her own family background. Yeah, I mean, her, her family was broken as well. We, mm. we, we both equally were. And actually, sometimes when you love someone and you care about them that much... It's these decisions in life that are the hardest because if you really love someone, would you want to subject them to it? And I think we both sat down and we both went, there's just something not quite right. I have no idea what the future has in store. You just don't know how your past can be crossed. But right now, I just know that I support her in every way. I'm proud of her whenever she does things. I'm the first person to reach out to her. You know, even though we're not together, first thing in the morning I get a FaceTime and I see my daughter's face. Before she goes to bed, if I'm not with her, I get a FaceTime because Binky is just so respectful to me and vice versa. She spends time with my family. I spend time with her family. You know, don't get me wrong. I'm sure we're going to come across certain hurdles in life when we, if we meet someone, mm -hmm. which is inevitable. But I think rather than responding with animosity, hate and anger... Just talk about it. Again, show that vulnerability. If she meets a man or if I meet a woman, rather than being spiteful about it, sit them down and just say, listen, I still have love in my heart. This is really tough for me seeing you with somebody, but I respect it, I understand it, and hopefully, in time, I can really support it wholeheartedly. I think you'd be amazed at how far you can go and how far your, um, how open your heart can be. And finally, there were so many smiles when Big Brother's Josie Gibson and Love Island's Marlon Anderson dropped by. So many, in fact, we find it hard to pick a single moment. But we've tried anyway, starting with Josie trying to teach me how to do a good, authentic Bristolian accent. Yeah, like, sometimes people just need that. You know, we all get hit with those things in life, but it's what you make of it, isn't it? Yeah, it's what exactly. you do with it. 100%. It's like you get punched in life, but you're going to get back in the ring or not? Of course you yeah. are. We are. You are. <laughs> I, whenever I try and teach anybody the Bristolian accent, I just say, say, I like your socks. Have a go. I like your socks. It's everyone who says, I like your socks sounds like a Bristolian. Yeah. There you Lovely. go. Beautiful. There you go. It's, a, it's an accent that I'm stuck with. I have. Tr I did actually go to elocution lessons, but it just didn't work out. Don't you dare take that 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 beautiful accent away. Well, you either love it or you hate it. I but love in Essex, it. I do clean up. The blokes love it. I bet they yeah, do. Yeah. I bet you sound positively tropical. Well, I've always said if um, when the work dies down, that I'm going to open up a Bristolian sex line. <laughs> <laughs> that would be brilliant. I'm just tickling my crumpet right now. <laughs> tickling my crumpet. Yeah. Work One Question Time has been produced by Caitlin Mercer for Yahoo, alongside me, Kate Thornton. Music has been provided by Andy Bell. You can find his new solo album, uh, Glock, uh, out now on iTunes and Spotify. If you'd like to get in touch, remember, we're always here. You can email us at whitewinequestiontime at yahoo.com or we're on Twitter and Instagram at whitewineqt, where you can unlock secret video content from these episodes. You can find me on Instagram as the Kate Thornton. Thank you so much for listening and remember, do as we do and please drink responsibly.
Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.